Bisca. <laughs> yeah, just winging it today. Uh, welcome to the Shoes with Biscuit, everybody. Uh, today I'm joined with Didi. How's it Hiya. going, Didi? How's it going? And we're joined with uh, with Bibs from the Civic Society. How's it going? You okay? I'm good. Okay. This microphone, you can you can, you can pull it in towards you. The, the mic stand will, will move it for you. That's it. Brilliant. Okay. That's, that's perfect. Um, we, today we're going to be talking about the Civic Society, Shrewsbury Civic Society, um, and what it is, uh, what you guys do, um, what's important to you guys, and then we'll break into a bit of Darwin Festival. Um, before we start the, uh, the this podcast, I need to do a bit of... Uh, a bit of work just to say thank you to our sponsor, who is uh, Gin Different. Um, and, uh, you know, if you like your gin or if you're just, tr- you know, on the fence, not quite sure about it, make sure you give Gin Different a try. They're in, their, their bar is in the Market Hall in town and uh, they'll get you those bottles of gin that, that you can't quite get in after Tesco and stuff. They'll go out and get them for you. They'll order them in and you'll see them about. They go on the festivals they take their bar everywhere with them. Um, give them a follow on Facebook, on Instagram. Can um, you use gin on your keto diet? I think so, yeah, because it's like alcohol. It is. Yeah, like it things is. like uh, vodka, uh, gin, whiskey, things like that. It's great. Well, I think it's brilliant for a hangover because, you know, when you feel really ill after you've eaten bad food, and, like <laughs> it disinfects you from the inside out. Yeah. yeah <laughs> That's yeah. a terrible thing to put on to say. It's like any excuse for gin, any excuse. <laughs> we're having, um, actually, at the end of the month, we're having a, a, a cheat day. So you, we're going to be. You can't have a cheat day. Yeah, you can. You all fine. you do is talk about your keto. You can't yeah, have a cheat day. We're gonna we're doing a New Year's month party because I couldn't do New Year's Eve. All right, so we're having a New Year's month party. Why do you do the um, Chinese New Year? Uh, I don't know. It <laughs> <laughs> would make too well, much sense. <laughs> in a sense, it's going to be a Chinese New Year because yeah. we're going to be eating Chinese. So. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, so yeah, see so there you go. Uh, so thank you for joining us today, Bibs. Um, it's really lovely to, to finally have you on because I think we met like last year. We did. We'd been meeting in Shrewsbury for yeah. quite a, a, a long time, backwards and forwards. Yeah. But uh, it's good to be here. Yeah, Great yeah. Great to be on your program. Yeah, yeah. It's really nice to have you. Here. Finally, I mean, things are a bit more organised for us now. Back in the day, I was kind of like just grabbing people off the street. Go on, my podcast. Go on, my podcast. <laughs> so trying to find people was was quite difficult for us. But um, being part of the the planning process for the Darwin Festival has been a real pri- you know privilege for us and, and quite an honour. And that's where we've met so many wonderful people like yourself, you know. Um, and uh, so the Civic Society, okay, should we go into that? What, yes. what, what is the Civic Society? Explain to people. Well, uh, the Civic Society was started over 50 years ago in Shrewsbury. Fantastic. And um, you know we're at the Bear Steps. Yes. That mm. beautiful medieval hall yeah. um, in the centre of town. Well, Back in the 60s, it was derelict, and the council wanted to demolish it, and the Civic Society was formed so that it wouldn't be Mm. demolished. At that time, if you remember, there were a lot of uh, Tudor buildings being demolished and then concrete buildings being put up in their place, and it didn't do much good for the Shrewsbury Historic landscape but um, we saved the bare steps it was Sir George Trevelyan who was the chairman at that time and he uh, if you remember was at Attingham Hall and read and he used to run an educational adult educational program there Uh, but he stepped in together with some masters at the Shrewsbury School and other people in town and they formed the Civic Society. Fantastic. Um, 
the uh, mission statement on the Civic Society, which is a charity and a limited company, is that we take care and preserve historic buildings and the environment, uh, built environment of the town. And that's what we aim to do, basically. Well, that Bear Steps uh, Fish Street in that, that kind of area is kind of sacred. Yeah, it's it? very well known, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone knows People it. People yeah. love that area of town. And um, so to look after that place, preserve it. Because it's like walking up Fish Street or around Bear Steps is almost like walking in, in, in a movie, isn't it? It, you, is. it feels very historical. Well, it was in a movie. Yeah, they yeah, used it, it in the, yeah, yeah, the Christmas yeah, Carol, yeah, didn't yeah, they? Yeah. yeah. Yes, in fact, Tiny Tim lived at the Bear Steps. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, so since it's began, since it's began the Civic Society, um, how did it how did it grow did it grow quickly is it one of these things that was just like wow this is an amazing idea Let, let's save shrewsbury and the historic side of it well the whole of shrewsbury got behind sir george when he started fundraising because the council said we could renovate the building but we had to raise fifty thousand pounds which in the 60s was a considerable amount of yeah, money yeah. if you think you could buy a house for under a thousand yeah. at that time. So uh, the whole of Shrewsbury came behind us, and the children in the schools they were saving pennies, and people would send in money, and we had um, a thermometer outside of mm. the bare steps. And as we got more funding, the thermometer went up. But we did get a lot of publicity as well. We were in The Guardian, Telegraph, and we were also in papers in America. And we were even getting dollars and $10 sent over from America <laughs> uh, because people wanted to save this beautiful building. And eventually, by 1973, um, it was renovated and opened by uh, Sir Clough Williams, I think he built mm. uh, Port Marion. He was a friend of um, Sir George Trevelyan's and he opened it. Um, but as a little sideline, Mary Beard helped with the uh, funding of the Shrewsbury Civic Society's renovation of the building. Um, you know Dame Mary Beard, who's very famous now on the television, yeah. and, and we have a photo of her in a school uniform, you know, rallying so, the crowd. Worldwide recognition for what you guys are doing, that's amazing. I yes, love that. yes. Um, and then as it was uh, renovated, people began to value the Tudor buildings in the town and started to renovate those individually and mm. privately but it started a trend which we're the benefactors of really because mm -hmm. now we have a beautiful town with oh, some definitely. lovely Tudor yeah. buildings so from what i'm getting from this okay so was it always shrewsbury's plan to preserve the history of the town or was it was it was it what you guys started was the turning point of actually no we need to we need to keep this town as it is you know, how close was this town uh, to being flattened and turned into a modern metropolis, if you like, you know? Well, I wasn't here at the time, so yeah. I really can't tell you uh, what was in the mind of the people. But certainly, I think uh, they wanted to be a modern town. Yeah. Mm. Bear in mind that Telford was 
beginning yes, it's it's um transformation into a modern city mm. and or modern town and um maybe Shrewsbury I'm not saying that was so wanted to replicate what was happening in Telford but um I think we we did well to uh value the historic property there because now we have something completely different to yeah. Telford and people love to come here just to well, visit. Well, it is, isn't it? You go to Telford now and Telford is it's a very young town, isn't it? It, it hasn't is. really been round as it is now for very long and they come to Shrewsbury and think it's amazing, don't they? And I think the people that live here, we don't realise how fortunate we are with our buildings. Mm. I think it's, unless you look up, isn't it? I always think that unless you look up, you don't notice all these, all these parts. Like uh, I did... Um, a couple of weeks ago, I went on one of the guided tours, and I've lived here all my life, and I went on one of the tours, and it was I was so fascinated by all the buildings, and we went up Bear Steps, and, I found, and these are all places that I've grown up around, but you, and you meet so many people that come here on holiday, you're like, why are you coming here on holiday? What's so special about here? But it is, it's, it's absolutely phenomenal, isn't it? Yes, I yeah. live in the centre of town, mm. and I think you get a bit blasé about You do, it. yeah, when you see it every day. You, you don't, don't see it, you don't yeah. notice it. And then you go away on holiday, and you walk up Castle Street, yes. and you think, wow, I live yeah. here. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's, so, great. it's great to be a part of. I mean, th- that's why I do this show, the original you know, concept was, I live in Shrewsbury, let's tell people about it, you know. Yeah. So you, what from the beginning of like, not the beginning, but through time, what are your claims to fame? What are the things that you've saved or other things? You know, well, yeah. um, initially the Bear Steps yeah, yeah. Hall, mm-hmm. and then um, we went on to help renovate Fellmonger's Hall, which is down in Frankwell. I yeah. don't know if you've seen it. Mm. It's also called the Charles Darwin Centre, I yeah. think. And um, we do a lot with planning, planning applications. At the moment, we're we're really inundated with all the planning applications that come in Mm. for new builds. And that's something we cover as well because we're interested in quality of design and... Keeping it and keeping. Keeping it and keeping Mm. and keeping the green space Mm -hmm. around it and um, the transportation links and that sort of thing. So it's generally the built environment. And um, as we've gone along, um, there have been lots of things that we have done, too numerous to mention now, but... Um, we've always been a stable part of Shrewsbury and people come to us you know for advice mm-hmm. that's another thing you know if you have a problem come to us if you if you see a derelict building come to us at the moment we have a large planning committee that deals with the planning ap- applications um, they have qualified staff on there there's architects there's um, uh, building surveyors, um, ex-planners, all sorts of people that have really got terrific expertise in that subject. And they look at the planning applications every month. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's 50 a month that they have to go through. And um, they decide, you know, what is good for... And if there is something good, we'll write a letter and say, wow, this is terrific, you know. And we also have awards every other year, the Civic Awards, to highlight buildings that are um, of value to the town or we think have been very good designed 
or something like that, or have lasted the test of time. Well, speaking of that, is um, I love I love the idea that Shrewsbury can be a historical town, but with little flashes of innovation and, and the look at the future. Okay, so like mm. yes, we have the modern buildings, but then there are, there are times when it just doesn't meet, like the market, the market, uh, the town square. For example, you, you can stand by that statue and spin around and look and you'll see historic buildings, historic buildings until you get to above Starbucks. And it's oh, like, yeah. Oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> you see the old black and white photos of what used to be there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very, yeah, yeah. Princess House. That's yeah. been a bit a really uh, a difficult um, subject for us, particularly mm. the civic society in town, because at one time, a few years back, I don't know if you know, they were going to um, renovate it completely mm. and put flats in into oh, it. Gosh. And uh, there was a lot of backwards and forwards going. They were going to cover it in grey stone or grey cladding. Like granite type, yeah. yeah. Yes, but we felt it didn't go with the square at all. No. And if if we could improve the building in any way, we felt, you know, maybe if they made it into a sandstone that went with the rest of the square, yes. it would blend in more. Mm. And we did get that through, but unfortunately the people that owned the building then, sold it on. So none of that renovation was done. Yeah, and there's, there's, there's plenty of opportunity for that, though, isn't there, to make it... Because it is Darwin's town, and Darwin is all about evolution and innovation. So there are there are opportunities there to, to make this this historic-looking ta- town, to give it, like, little glimpses of the future. Like, for example, the bus station, okay? The bus station... I, I don't like the bus station. I think mm, it's a bit drab. Yeah. I said that I think... Uh, the bus station could do with something looking futuristic and, and cool, but nice. But it's tucked away on that side of town where it's okay to kind of do that. Um, and then, and then you compare it to the train station around the corner. Yeah. Massive difference, isn't it? Exactly. So you it's, could. I think the costing was a bit different as well. Well, that tends to be, think, that tends to be the big thing, isn't it? <laughs> I think the, the, the train station at its time cost a lot more to build than the actual bus station. Yeah. But I do think we need a bus station in town. Oh, yeah. And this is my opinion at the moment. But um, And usually there's an equation in town planning where you have your bus station close to your um, train station yeah. so that it makes easy access for people coming into the town. Yeah. And um, yeah, because it's not quite it does need renovating, though. It's, so. it, 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 it gives a very um, unhappy first look at our town to some of our visitors. Mm. And we want to show the best, not... Yeah. The the saddest. <laughs> it's right on that waterfront as well. That waterfront. I mean, it's got. It's meant to be getting uh, renovated. The, the waterfront with yeah. the uh, the shopping centre being taken down. River, Riverside. Riverside's going. I think it's going, isn't it? Yeah, Riverside. It's going to be part of it. I think. I think there's it? plans for it. I I haven't seen. There's no planning application mm. yet, no, so no. we haven't got involved. They've done all sketches. I think there are plans for it, mm. and uh, they want to take away that road. Um, yeah, and and make it all pedestrianised down to the river, mm. and I think they're talking about renovating the frontage of of the buildings mm. yeah. uh, there at the moment. So um, it's it's watch this space basically yeah, because yeah, yeah. we don't know how they're going to plan it. They haven't put in any planning applications. It's all it's been going on for quite a while, hasn't it? Because they did all their drawings and they said that's. 
certain place are going to go in there and then they said they weren't there's that picture of the jetty that goes right down to the river yeah yeah, yeah. and then the doctors there i think they were going to get moved to near the sixth form college or Mm. something like that weren't they doctors i'm i'm part of that surgery because i live in town (laughs) they're going to tanner's building tanner's Tanner's, you know where the students are going yeah it's right there by by the sixth form isn't it near there yeah so they are definitely moving that's gonna be so nice isn't it because i'm part of that surgery as well i'm looking forward to that it's gonna have fancy doctors (laughs) and you've got plenty of parking yeah, in front of yeah. it so um that's good for people that come in by car i did see something uh, in the press this week actually it's quite a bit of a a, a, a great thing for, for the town was they were digging on uh, is it saint john's hill yeah and they found that um that basement oh, yeah and they were going to fill it in. They were going right? to fill it in with concrete, and somebody saved mm. it. And they were like, "Actually, this is quite an important place to, to is, keep." Yeah. Um, and uh, it got saved because the, the council was just going to come and yeah, fill it in. When fill it, it in. I understand why, because they were worried about with people on it caving in yeah. and everything like that. But obviously, it wasn't necessary because obviously they've had someone look at the structure and they've been able to keep it. So Shrewsbury just keeps coming up with these great little finds, doesn't it? These great little mm. historical. And it's amazing how much there is underground. Yes, yeah. it's probably like our little catacombs going on soon. Yeah. But mm. that particular one we were involved with mm. and, and we're glad to see that it's been resolved. It'd be nice to have a little walkway so people can go and have a look or something. I mean, I guess with the structure of the buildings that are going to be on top of it, it might be difficult, but I don't know, there's a way to work around it. I mean, like if, you, if you've ever been underneath the, the prison to see the Georgian tunnels. Oh, uh, yeah. It's, um, you, you do kind of have to shimmy around like the, the components that they've got, mm. like the heating, the old, you know, um, but you can still see the archways of the old cells and things yeah. like that. So there were ways for people to kind of get an idea of what that was used for i guess um and this is why i love like chris shirk i love getting chris shirk from shoesby where you are not um on the show because he's the guy that climbs on top of the rooftops and takes the pictures oh yeah. they're marvelous aren't yeah. they and goes inside buildings yeah, is that the yeah, guy yeah. oh wow he's yes, been on I... our show twice he's a great guy you know? yes controversially he's been on the show a couple of times people <laughs> are like oh that chris shirk but i would love to do a regular thing with him where we go and find a bit of a I was going to say, you've got to go with him. I think that's yeah. what you need to do next. Yeah, we can do that. And I, I, <laughs> want, I wanted, I said to him, um, can you get me in the bottom of um, of McDonald's? This is before it was, somebody moved in there. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, but it wouldn't be legal. I was like, oh, I can't really do that. <laughs> <laughs> we may or may not be in the bottom of McDonald's. Anyway, civics. <laughs> I've got some lovely photographs if you want. Them. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be good. And um, where, where do you guys keep all your, these photographs? Because imagine you've got oh, like a, quite we have a huge collection. A wonderful person called Russell Game, who used to be a teacher, and he's our archivist. At okay. Uh, and we have 50 years of history, so there's quite a bit. And it was all higgledy piggledy before, yeah. but he's come in, he's organized it, he's, he's trying to digitize it, he's put it on an index so you can find anything, basically. Um, I'm doing um, this exhibition of Darwin, and he found out all sorts of things about Darwin from the archives. And then I asked him for something on Felmengus Hall, and he went and he found it straight away. So it is marvellous to be able to um, have that. I'd love to, I'd love to, I wanted, I did message the the archives, the actual Shropshire archives, to see if we could do, um, I'll learn something new or something. So we take this, uh, we, we set up and then they show me something new every month. Like, and I learn about it. And yeah. whilst I'm looking at it, 
they didn't get back to me. So if anybody's listening from the uh, <laughs> archives, <laughs> uh, I really want to do that because I think it'd be a great little segment. Like, what is the history of this of the of this thing that we're holding right here? Who's to own it, and where does it come from? Yeah, that's, thought, that's, so. I, that's very fascinating. Or even yeah. the museum; they've got some fabulous oh, bits yeah. in there. They do. They do. I, it's it's in the, it's in the process. It's all in the process, baby. Um, and so you know that archive is it is it public or is it? It's lots of papers. So I don't think it would be terribly interesting no. for for some. It's not like a, a beautiful silver object or something yeah. like that. Um, it's it, it's archives of planning applications okay. over the years and finance over the years and. Um, press cuttings over the years actually it probably might be quite boring for most people but, but, I, I guess but for us it's, it's an absolute terrific resource mm. but to be able to find out directly who's responsible for Shire Hall I mean some people might find that interesting like, oh, what, are, what are your thoughts on that yes I mean I found an article in the archives on uh, the building of the bus station which I found quite interesting mm. and that's yeah. the sort of thing you could probably find from us so, um, how do, how have things changed over the years as far as like planning is concerned? Because, I mean, back in the day, was there a lot of shady business going on? As, oh, uh, that I can't tell you really. I'm I'm not responsible for planning <laughs> in the civic society. The person you need to talk to is our chairman of planning, yeah. Mike Carter, who probably it would be good to have just a special podcast with him yeah, to I, tell you that. about. Mm all the planning applications and what they've done with planning and where they're going with the mm -hmm. town. Of course, we put on the um, the conference, Shrewsbury Growing Forward, yeah. one and two, and that talked about how the, the town would grow and where we wanted mm. to see it growing. And then we did the conference on the Northwest Relief Road. So um, we do bring the town's attention to various subjects yeah. like that. But he's the expert in planning, really. There are, there are lots of conundrums with Shrewsbury, though, isn't there? So it's with the, the relief road. and I mean, because, like, let's face it, the population's growing fast, right? So it is, they're having yeah. to build houses everywhere. Every little, like, bit of space they can find, they're building mm. houses and apartments. But it affects the infrastructure uh, a it huge does. amount, doesn't it? It does. Um as far as the town is concerned, we have to accept 8,000 more houses yeah. by, I think it's 2036. I can't be sure. So the relief rate's definitely going to have to be needed, isn't it? Because it's, well, it's night, one side town to the other side town, you have all this, but then obviously the people it's going to affect putting that road in, isn't it? You've got to think about them as well. Well, Shrewsbury's Civic Society yeah. haven't made a decision okay. one way or the other. Because I know it's been sat on for quite a while, hasn't it? The old idea of it. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. Um, it's been going a long time, but mm -hmm. there are some beautiful pieces of countryside that... Um, Could be greatly affected. Yes. Like the Hencote Pools, that it'll go That's right, right past. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. All the way down to the water tower, isn't it? Yeah. It's a case, of, it's a case of, I guess, of, of what would you rather, you know? It is very much pros and cons of everything, isn't it? Oh, God. My bad. And what's happening to cars? I mean, what will we be driving in in 15, oh, 20 yes. years' yeah. time? Will it be something different? I'll Who still knows? be in my same car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping it till either me or the car goes first. I don't know. If I could if I could drive a, a Tesla, I would definitely drive a Tesla. I'm, I'm all for it. Would you have with the gull wings, the proper... 
I want his um, his truck that he released. <laughs> that oh, yes, yeah. The one with the rubbish windows. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Looks like a Terminator or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would drive that just for the shock and awe of it, but they'd be like, oh my God, was he driving? You just get like, so much abuse driving through shows for him that. <laughs> with Shrewsbury Pod Biscuit oh, Podcast. Yeah. Oh no, I will hide. <laughs> I think the push is, is, to, is to be a bit more... Um, the electric cars, I think, are a great idea. What's the, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the harm there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the, you guys do a great job. And, you know, keeping this town looking the way it does, I think it's important to people because we talk about it all the time on how people just walk around in awe of what they're seeing. Yeah, like okay. our American listeners, a lot of my American friends, I've, I've spoken to people whilst on like Facebook Live walking around town mm. uh, to my American buddies. And they're like, oh my God, look, look show me that building. Or look, look at that. They can't quite. And we don't think anything of it. We're used to it, aren't exactly, we? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Do you know, last year, as you you saw, my husband's American yeah. and I lived in America for 20 mm. years. So uh, all our children are in America and and all our friends actually are in America. <laughs> yeah. Last year, from April till October, we didn't have a free week. There were Americans staying with us all the time. They love it. And they love it. And they come back. So how, how come you moved to Shrewsbury? Are you originally from Shrewsbury? Or? Oh, I was, I'm a Shropshire girl. Yeah. I was born in the county, yes. Yeah. Um, but I went away and started a business in America mm. with uh, my husband and uh, it was pretty successful. And then my, my daughter came back and yeah. she was ill and I had to come back to take care of her and... Uh, ended up staying so <laughs> i always said that i'd love to go and spend a year or so broadcasting over in america i love that and then could just come back i mean uh it's just one of those things that i'd like to do in the future one day you know what was that like coming back from america to here was it was it nice was it like oh you know. it's a bit of a culture sh- shock because people say that americans and british are very similar but they're not it's no. it's a completely different way of mm. life um, I love Shrewsbury, I love the town, and I love where I live uh, in St. Altman's Square. But um, in America, you have everything at your convenience. Yeah. You know, anything you want, you can get um, yeah. delivered. Um, it's, it's an amazing uh, experience living in. And in America, the houses are much bigger. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Huge houses. And I, we had a swimming pool, but it wasn't anything unusual as it would be in this country. So you've got the weather to use it as yeah. well. So things like that. Yes, I miss. So we have rubbish weather in small houses. That's what we've, we've, <laughs> we've come up with. Oh, but they're small, beautiful yes, they Georgian are. houses. Definitely. <laughs> listed buildings in. And they stand for years. Yeah. <laughs> well, my co host for the other show that I do, Thorskin, is American. And he lives in Vermont and we, we broadcast this show from the, uh, the UK and America and uh, we are rebranding everything because I think whilst doing the show like the the culture between the UK and the and the US is so different you, you wouldn't unbelieve you wouldn't mm. believe it so we're, we're going to rebrand it and into a network called you suck as in US, UK, you suck. It's, it's a cheeky little play on words. <laughs> and the emphasis is going to be building a bridge over the Atlantic because I feel like yeah. we could learn from each other, you know? Uh, but anyway, uh, moving back on to topic, <laughs> Charles Darwin. Uh, let's talk about Charles Darwin because 
There are very no- some notable characters uh, from from Sh- Shrewsbury. Um, Charles Darwin probably being at the top of the pile. Then you got your Lord Hill, and you got you got so many people that are very influential, and people you know find a, you know a love for. But we do this festival, uh, the Darwin Festival, to to celebrate the birth of Darwin and his his achievements and his innovations. And this is, I guess, this is like a, a, a pivotal moment for you guys. This is a way of singing Shropshire, uh, Shrewsbury's praises, right? Yes, I mean, goodness, we've got Charles Darwin, uh, who wrote on the the origin of spe- species, and um, we're so lucky to have him having been born here. Mm. And most of his life, um, where he experienced what he wrote about later on, was done within the confines of Shrewsbury. Yeah. So it's... Well, he went to school here, didn't he, as well? He went to school. He was born in the Mount Mm. on February the 12th, 1809. And um, he had uh, quite a large family. His sisters educated him when he was a little boy. Mm. So he he was kept at home. Um, But he lost his mother when he was eight years old, which is, is... a terrible yeah. thing, really. Mm. And I'd just been researching, and his father lost his mother when he was four years old, so they had a lot in common, really. Yeah, and uh, then he went off to um, a day school, mm. and he enjoyed that. And then he went to the Shrewsbury School when he was a little older. And um, he didn't like learning the classics, he was apparently a bit of a naughty boy, when he, <laughs> <laughs> or shall we say, had an independent mind. Yeah. It probably fits in quite well at that school. My brother went to that school, and they're all a bit <laughs> to their own sometimes. <laughs> but um, yes, he he had to learn Greek and yeah, yeah, um, Latin and stuff. They, Latin. Le- they learn so many languages up there. So my brother is only—he's nearly thirty—and I'm pretty sure when he was there, it was probably not much different to when. Charles Darwin was there. There's kind of things like I remember going on um, a tour round and because obviously with the Darwin Festival, they're having all Darwin's things on display over at the boys' school to everything like that. And I was saying it to my brother the other week and he was like, oh, well, there's some in the library. You can just go and look at them at the school. And I'm like, what? He was like, we used to sit in the library. And he was like, you can just pull out like his old like books and just open them up. And he was like, wow. and just see them. And I was like, surely someone should, they probably lock them away now. I was like, I was like, leave them with you lot. Oh my God. <laughs> no gloves. Yeah, exactly. I was like, put it down. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let's talk about that. The What's going on at the other at the school? Because they're, they're going to be displaying a lot from their archives, yeah. aren't they? Yes. Uh, um, I'm not too sure. Wasn't when they're going to do it at the museum, but I'm not terribly sure on that um okay so let's have a look in the, in the brochure that's why it's here um okay so you've what got what we've got is the exhibition that's at the bear steps mm. free of charge yeah. so it's your chance to go into a medieval hall oh, that's without nice. paying yes. and um have a look at what darwin's life was like it's basically his life in shrewsbury mm. from the age from when he was born to when he goes away to london mm. so it includes um, his school life, his um, journey on the Beagle, yeah. who he met in Cambridge and Edinburgh. So it's really quite comprehensive. And there's lots of pictures if you want to bring your children in. So How, how old was he when he left the town? Um, I th- oh, look, it's recording. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my God, Bibs, I'm so, so sorry about that. We, so uh, we were talking about Darwin uh, and his, his journey, um, but um, we got cut off because I, I forgot to empty the memory card <laughs> on the microphone. We had a lovely break. <laughs> <laughs> it just took us about 15 minutes to get the mic working again. So um, I think what we should do, because we got half an hour in, uh, we did, we did, oh, I'm so glad we did that because I thought it was like 15 minutes, didn't you I? You did like, have a massive panic. <laughs> well, I, was, I, think I, was, I think Shane would be proud of me because I was quite calm. I was a bit like, oh, I'm very, very sorry. Yeah, you were calm. You were calm. <laughs> That's why he wears a hat. It's just he's got no hair. It's all falling out for stress. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong, you know. You're not wrong. But I, I kept saying, I'm, so, I'm sorry, babes. It's, ne- it's never happened to me before. <laughs> this doesn't usually happen. And I was like, that's a very guy-like excuse. How many times does he say that a week? No apologies, I'm just yeah. it now. Um, yeah. <laughs> but we like to keep the show honest. So that's what just, that's what just happened. So if there's a break in the conversation, that is why, okay? Now let's talk about what you guys are actually doing. You're, the events that you are, you guys are taking part in in the Darwin Festival yeah. and why you're, you guys feel it's important to do that. So start from the beginning. You're doing the, there's the launch party, isn't there? Um, yeah, first of all, there's the exhibition, which runs from the 6th to the 29th. We've got it for a longer period of time because we're usually closed at this time of the year for maintenance and so forth. And um, so we're, we've got the hall and, and it's very nice that we can have it for that amount of time because I believe there's a, a children's break during that time. Yeah, and we'd yeah. love to see mums with their kids coming along yeah. to see the exhibition because um, it's an education. <laughs> well, I'd like to come. I'd like to come bring a, a microphone and talk to people, see what their thoughts are and what they're looking at, things like yeah. that. That'd be nice. Oh, we'd love to have you there. Yeah. Um, and then we have got a talk, which is actually almost fully booked Um, And it's on the Darwin family, Darwin Darwin family members. Mm. Um, It was advertised as uh, being done by the author of the Darwin, um, Darwins of Shrewsbury. By Andrew Patterson. Andrew Patterson, yes. But unfortunately, he's had some uh, family problems, Mm. which he's, he's had to... Um, back out of the talk but guess what I'm taking over (laughs) 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 that'd be great I mean you know I mean obviously the half an hour we've been talking to you you know your stuff man well yeah having researched for this exhibition I think I know more about Darwin than he knew himself (laughs) 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 or wanted to know. Uh, But today I've been looking into Erasmus Darwin, who was his grandfather. And Mm. my goodness, what an amazing family the Darwins were. Are there any of them, like connections to Darwin, still living in Shrewsbury bloodline? Oh, I don't know about that. But there's the Wedgwood family as well, isn't there? The Wedgwood family. The Wedgwood family and the Darwin family were strongly Mm. linked. Um, Erasmus uh, was great friends with Josiah Wedgwood and that's Mm. how that link started up and Robert, his son, married into the Wedgwood family Mm. uh, Susanna, I believe and uh, then, of course, uh, Charles married Emma so there was a very strong link with the Wedgwood family. And that's why when you go into the Unitarian Church, there's that, that, that Wedgwood blue thing, that run, line that runs all the way around the building is to celebrate the Wedgwood. Yes, and they've got a lovely plaque there. And um, actually, I think his mother used to take him to that church, yeah, that was his church. as a little boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I believe he was christened in St. Chad's, but he yeah. actually went to the Unitarian Church. And Mr. Case's school, which was his day school, mm-hmm. he was the Unitarian minister. So it was. Uh, they have very strong links with uh, that church. Yeah, where's Darwin buried? He's buried in Westminster Abbey. Really? Yes, he had an amazing, huge one. funeral uh, where all the powerful people came came to it and we actually have a picture of it in the exhibition so you can see him uh in the in the westminster abbey that's fantastic he deserves that i think i think so you've got the the, the darwins is there anything else you guys are doing i mean uh, uh, we've got the talk and then we've got the launch party now we've nearly sold out with that but yeah. there are invitations going out to um, various people in town uh, and that is just to celebrate his life on his birthday, which yes. is um, the twelfth, the twelfth of February, um, and it's a Thursday. So we'll be doing that on Thursday night. Uh, we've got the mayor coming. Yes. Oh yeah. Good old Phil. <laughs> I love Phil. He's a good guy. <laughs> he is a great guy. Um, I, be- I believe the shoes with biscuit might be going as well. I've heard. Oh, I've heard rumours. Heard rumors. Any rumours? That guy called Alex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Might be there. Might be there. Yeah. <laughs> and um, of course, our chairman Byron Granger Jones will be saying a few words, and and um, it gives everybody a chance. How to many sing. people are you expecting? At the moment, I'm not sure. It, it can take up to 100 people standing. Mm. So um, at the moment, we've got about 40. Right, okay. Mm. So uh, there's room for more, mm. but we haven't had replies to the invitations, oh. basically because we haven't sent them out. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going out this week? <laughs> I've never actually been in there, so I'm really looking forward to it. I, I really am. I'm, I love looking at the old buildings and that. Uh, so I love to, I can't wait. Oh, I can't well, wait. I'll give you a tour because we've got offices in the back. That yeah. It's really amazing inside. Well, what time is this? At seven o'clock? Maybe I can come a bit o'clock. earlier and we can do like a... A tour a f- of it, yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, yeah, baby. Um, well, is there anything that you you guys aren't taking part of with that you're looking forward to going seeing yourself at the festival? Is there anything? You're oh, gonna- I saw that they're doing the creation in the museum. That's the film that was made on his life with Emma. Mm. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm really looking forward to that. That might be nice. I might, yeah. I might um, see if I can get into that. And also, I I believe I heard a whisper that the museum was free. Yes. Yeah. Yes, is. It, yes, it's going to be free, isn't it? Uh, between Friday the 14th to the Sunday the 16th, um, the art gallery and the museum is going to be free. So it says here, explore millions of years of history through 1,000 remarkable objects in the extraordinary set of buildings that house Shrewsbury Museum and Art Gallery. Um, so you can go and have a look at that and it's free take the kids to the museum yeah i think it's lovely i always used to do that when my children were younger but but if you're local and it's free then why not yeah, yeah. definitely like i i'm local and i've only ever been once well, i used to, to work there i actually transferred the the museum from rowley house over well help helped yes. <laughs> and so uh, that was that was it's a much better location for them now isn't it oh it is Miles and better. they've got so much wonderful things yeah. in there i mean it's it's really amazing the roman gallery is terrific mm. 
So, and there's um, a music hall as well. The music hall is quite nice to look at. Oh, yeah. the architecture yeah. of the music hall, and to think that they've preserved it and renovated it mm. in such a wonderful think way. The Beatles played there. The Beatles, they played there. Yeah. They did, didn't yeah, they? They did. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's always pointed <laughs> out to visitors when, when I used to be a guide. This there. is where Ringo sat, and this is where. <laughs> 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 and they stayed at the Lion, I, I believe. Oh wow! Well, well, the, well, the Lion's famous. Uh, it's got the, the Darwin connection as well, isn't it? Because that's where. He, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, really he set that. off from um, there. I, I don't know if it was in Samuel Hayward's um, carriage that he used to drive up to London but he set off from there to go on his beagle journey yeah. and then he writes to his sister uh, as he's coming back shall I stay at the lion tonight or oh, shall God. I uh, interrupt you <laughs> at a very inconvenient <laughs> hour <laughs> so uh, it's, um, I went on John King's uh, tour which is John King is, is is great guy he knows what he's talking about the Darwin thing if anybody wants you know and he explained all that to me. And he's doing a, he's doing a tour as well, isn't he? On on Darwin's birthday, the twelfth, I think it is. Uh, is it the twelfth? Oh yeah, Darwin's birthday toast and tour. That's on the twelfth, um, and it's a free guided tour. I do believe that's possibly sold out now. It's, well, it's, it it's probably full. is. It's, full. I mean, it's been going for years, hasn't yeah, it? And yeah. he's so well known. Yeah, he's um, he does a great tour. They, when I met up last year, it didn't seem that full. There was probably about 10, 11 people on that tour. And they brought some bottles of wine and they did a toast for him in the morning. Oh, wow. And they take you on this hour, hour and a half walk around town where they, they, they show you bits like the lion. This is where the, 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 the voyage of the beagle began. Like this is yes. where one of the most famous voyages in history began. And it, bits like that. If you if there are spaces left and you can get on that, get on that. It's brilliant. Um but yeah, we, 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 I love what you guys do because not only do you preserve uh, Shrewsbury's heritage, you celebrate it as well. Uh, and I think that's that's really, really important. Um, uh, and, you know, we we can help you in, in whatever you would like us to help you with, with this. You want us to turn up to an event? We'll bring some microphones. We'll come and talk to you guys. If you want us to do anything, we can help you out. You know? Well, it's lovely being able to talk to the public through Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast because oh, um, I'm the membership secretary as well, <laughs> believe it or not, and we'd love to have you as members because the thing is um, we can do so much for Shrewsbury, yeah. but if our voice isn't loud, yeah. it's not effective. Where can people find out about the, 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 the membership? Well, they can certainly... Uh, write to me at info at shrewsburycivicsociety.co.uk or they can pop in after the 6th of February. We're closed at the moment. The building is closed and pick up a membership form mm -hmm. um, or go on our website, which is www.shrewsburycivicsociety.co.uk. A website which I've just been looking at. You've got some great pictures on there, the snow and stuff. On it. Yeah, it's a great website. I love it. Yeah. Russell does the website as well, and uh, he loves snow pictures. <laughs> <laughs> um, Darwin Festival set aside. Um, we've done that. Uh, is there anything else that you guys are looking forward to this year that you'd like to tell people about? Wow, that's a hard one. I, I should have like, prepared oh, for that. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to do this to people. <laughs> um, let me think. Well, we've got lots of events. You can go on the... Um, on the website, website and find out our events. We've got all sorts of talks. We've got a lady who's going to come and dress up as Lady Berwick and give a talk in wow. May. 
and we've got Stan Sedman, who's a great man. He's he's going to give a talk on the Shrewsbury uh, show, the, the old Shrewsbury show, which used to be of the guilds and this sort of thing. Okay, yeah. Um, that's going to be in September. Um, we have quizzes. Yeah. Uh, we love to have quiz teams come along to our quizzes. We keep, we keep saying yeah, about doing yeah, a quiz team, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we have all sorts of things going on that uh, that really are fun to do. Yeah. I feel like with these things, you need to you need to be part of the, the community to kind of understand what's going on. So to be able to be part of the community is become a member or to join, go on the website, follow you on mm-hmm. Twitter, that sort of thing. Um, what's your Twitter handle? Uh, you said you're on At Twitter. At the Bear Steps. At the Bear Steps. At the Bear Steps. And thank you all my Twitter followers. I'm the one that does the Twitter feed. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a great way to just keep in touch with what you guys are doing. So if you're not following them yet, yeah, At the Bear Steps is where to be and that's where you can find out about all the events and keep up to date with what's going on. Yes. I have tried Instagram, but I'm really a failure at it at the moment. But uh, Twitter is where you'll find me. Well, your husband's, husband's a dab hand with a camera. He's been taking pictures of us before we start. It's, it's just a case of taking those pictures and putting them onto Instagram. Maybe we can help you with that. <laughs> with what you guys do, um, that, that, I mean, for example, for the love of Shrewsbury, it's a celebration of, of pictures that are taken all, all around Shrewsbury and the history, and it's a great flowing thing. If you created an Instagram similar to that, uh, uh, based on the history and the civic society and what you guys do, it would absolutely explode. I guarantee it. Mm. So maybe yes. something worth looking at. Uh, yes. Maybe yeah. I need some training on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm, I'm really sorry for the break in the audio. That was that was terribly uh, embarrassing. But uh, we, we, we caught up. We caught up. And, uh, you know, I've enjoyed talking to you. I, I was so more upset at the fact that we had such a free-flowing conversation. Oh, and it just yeah. ended. I was like, I'm going to have to stop you there. Um, uh, <laughs> Things we carried on talking even when you were trying to... I was just waving issues. at you like, uh, I don't know why. <laughs> I think it's more because I didn't want to be impolite. But well, I was like, uh, yeah, the audio is dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you got anything to add, Didi? Is there anything I you want to ask? I think we have covered everything that I was thinking of. But thank you so much. It's been so lovely to meet you. Oh, it's been great meeting you both. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see each other again. I've got, we've got one more planning meeting, I think, uh, left That's to do. That's right, yes. yes, in February. Yeah, and, this uh, wasn't as painful as I thought it was going No, it's not that bad, is it? It's <laughs> <laughs> very good. The amount of people that are like, oh, I don't, I'm, I'm so scared, there's a podcast, I'm talking. But you get here, we relax, we make you get you a cup of, key, cup of coffee or tea or whatever, we sit talk to you. It's just like conversation and we love it you know uh, and you know you just forget about the mics don't you after a while you do you do um yeah. it's, it's good fun thank you very much um thank before you. we leave i need to say thank you to our sponsors uh, um gin different have been fantastic and sponsored us for this month and i want to repay the favor by telling you about them uh, make sure you check out their bar which is at the mar- top of the top of, uh, floor of the market hall and um, they sell all kinds of interesting gins uh, they, they'll, they'll find you a bottle of gin that you know you can't find in Asda if you're looking for a certain bottle you can't quite get they'll get it in for you you can buy it there and they've got the gin bar is quite cool as well it is it? it's, it's, it's very quite, cool um, I think they're open on the late nights they do isn't it in the, the late nights the late yeah. nights yeah oh. you have to get up there early though because there's only standing room if you're late mm. Mm. Uh, and you know like I said about um, about Bibb's kind of community you've got to be in it to win it I guess you've got to be yes. so make sure you follow the um, gin different on Instagram Facebook and you know find out what they're doing because they do lots of interesting things uh, make sure you check out our website as well which is uh, the Shrewsbury Biscuit podcast 
www.ghostsandgoblins.co.uk. Um, we've got uh, our audio, which you can play directly off there, and there's lots to look at as well. And finally, to find out everything you need to do uh, about the Darwin Festival, go to originalshrewsbury.co.uk. The link to the Darwin Festival festival events is just there. You can click on there and it brings you down all the events and you can click on all them and it'll take you to the certain websites, place to buy tickets and book tickets. It's a great way to find out what's going on. So thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. One last time and thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Peace out, guys.